Next Chapter Podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On Podcast series at Next Chapter Podcasts. The Play On Podcast series Twelfth Night was a very special production for a lot of reasons. We recorded it right around the time that a lot of theater artists were finally getting back to work after a more than two-year hiatus from being on stage due to COVID and pandemic restrictions. The story has so much to say about love, loss, reunion, and forgiveness. And all of those themes seem to resonate with this sense of coming out of hibernation and the longing that so many theater artists had to be together again after such a long time away. It also coincided with news that the Supreme Court seemed likely to overturn Roe versus Wade. And the history of Twelfth Night and how it seems to parody the restrictive religious elements in Shakespeare's time, that all seemed newly relevant as work got underway in this series. As listeners, you might also sense in this production a feeling of camaraderie and and familiarity between the actors that we cast. Well, that's because a lot of them, most of them, in fact, knew each other very well from work that they'd done together on stage at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival including in a production of Twelfth Night, directed by Christopher Liam Moore. But he's here with one of our leading actors, Amy Brenneman, who plays Olivia. And these two people actually know each other probably better than anybody else in the entire cast. And we're going to listen to their story and how they got to know each other. Amy, Chris, Welcome to the Play On Podcast bonus content series for Twelfth Night. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Well done. That was very well done. <laughs> all all in breath. one take. Oh I, didn't even, I didn't even get into your bios. Now, I'm, I'm going to do that because I have to, because Amy, Amy, you have worked with Chris a lot in the past. You know, Allison Carey, who did the translation. Uh, but you have not only done theater. I think everybody who watches any television knows that you are the creator, the executive producer, and the star of a series called Judging Amy, uh, which got two TV Guide Awards, three Golden Globe nominations, Producers Guild nomination, three Emmy Award nominations, People's Choice Awards, SAG nomination. Anyway, you've done, you've done a ton of TV. Uh, and a lot got... of outfits back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, and 
Chris, you're not just a director. You're also an actor and you've worked at Artists Rep, Utah Shakespeare Festival, California Shakespeare Theater, American Rep, Berkeley Rep, Yale Rep, Guthrie, lots of reps and lots of famous theaters. I want to know from you both, and I'll start with you, Chris, what is the story of how you and Amy got to know each other? Um, Amy and I have known each other, have been friends. I mean, it's it's 40 years almost, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 40 years. Uh, we went to college together and Amy and I, Amy and I are the same class. And we, I think the f- first, we, we were friends before the Cronauer group, but that was really the kind of, it so our my husband and um our amy's one of amy's besties i think bill roush is a a a theater director he put us both in this theater group called the cronauer group which was in um amy my sophomore year and we mostly spent time working on this production of bills called medea macbeth cinderella which is all three of those plays performed at the same time on the same stage. And Amy and I, I, Amy was Cinderella and I was Lady Macbeth. And we spent most of our time uh, giggling in the corner and not really listening to Bill Roush try to direct us to just get very frustrated with us. And we kind of, I think it was that experience where we just kind of knew we were going to be in each other's lives for the rest of time. Um, Amy, did you feel that way too? Did you have that instant sense of? of Yeah, I mean, I, so Bill, Billy was um, one of two. uh, So he's two years older than me and Chris. And so when, you know, all of us theater geeks were like, oh, we want to be in play. And there's a lot of, I mean, Harvard at that time was, there was no department and um now there is so i so i i always have said like it's the greatest thing that we weren't trained and now harvard does have a department so i have to change that a little bit but there was a ton of unsupervised theater making it's literally like there are no adults and so we were always very entrepreneurial and sort of egoy because nobody was saying you don't know how to do brecht so stop it we would just sort of do it so Bill was one of two, this other guy named Paul, like they were the, they were the shit. And, um, well, to back what, it up. What was Paul's last name? Do you remember? Is Warner, he, is, Warner. He, is he, and he's still oh. directing, right? Or yeah, he's still directing. Yeah. yeah. He directs and he's also a filmmaker and a, yeah. a professor. Yeah. Very different styles, super different styles, but both very confident very into taking classics and spinning it on his head. Not not a lot of new plays, probably because they didn't have a playwriting program. Um, so the first production on the main stage at the Loeb, uh, when, when Chris and I got to college, was this production of Romeo and Juliet, which I did not get cast in. <laughs> and oh. Chris did. Wait. So whatever. Who directed it? They will never, never work. Again. <laughs> Although I, I, I always say this, this story about Bill, which is absolutely 100% true, which is, you know, and I'm sure Chris, you felt the same way, like we're bringing what we did in high school, right? And wow. so I was just like, you know, adorable and funny and flirty and had all this stuff. And I always say to Billy, it's as if he 
he didn't ever shut me down, but he's like, okay, cool. Um, what else do you have? This is Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On podcast series. I hope you're enjoying this conversation with the creatives behind the scenes. To listen to the full interview, join the Play On supporting cast for just $5 a month, which by the time you hear this might be less than you'll pay for a gallon of gas. You'll get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. You'll also enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series. Subscribe today for $5 a month. Join the cast. Go to ncpodcast.com and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Next Chapter Podcasts.